Okay, it is Monday. Welcome. Good morning, everyone. If you guys celebrate Christmas or whatever religion uh, you do, if you do, I believe in the next couple weeks, it's all going to be celebrated then for most of you. If not, then uh, we move on with our lives, right? So let's, uh, let's jump into it. Now, breaking right now online is that Alexei Navalny, I believe that's his name, or Navalny, the opposition, the Alexei Navalny, yes, reportedly claimed that he convinced via the phone one of the FSB Russian agents that poisoned him to pretty much admit how he poisoned him, when, where, the whole thing, right? The way I see it is if this is true, Putin definitely knows about it. If I'm that agent, I'm going to try and get out of that country as fast as possible. Good chance it's not going to happen, and good chance that guy will be dead by probably tonight, honestly. But anyways, th that's just the way things go, and I just want to just say it straight up. Now, the next thing I want to talk about has to do with the Pentagon briefings. And the reason why I didn't bring this up before so much was because there was still some uncertainty and kind of fog around the whole story. And now, here's the thing. Nothing has really clarified itself in a certain way. There's been no transparency. On one hand, the Pentagon is saying that they're rescheduling briefings for Biden. Uh, on the other hand, they're saying... They're not being influenced by Trump's administration. They're just trying to take a break because the staff at the Pentagon are overwhelmed. And then Biden's team is saying, no, no, no. By next week, we want to get back on, back on track with the briefings. There's a lot of different proposals out there. Some are saying that Trump is trying to stop this on purpose because Trump knows that Biden has been compromised by the Chinese, by the CCP, and he's concerned. Others are arguing the opposite. Now, what we got to do here, guys, is we got to take a step back and we got to do what we always do on the show and look at it as objectively as possible. Here's the thing, guys. We're dealing with the Pentagon. We're dealing with the military. This is... Aside from the CIA, these guys are the best of the best when it comes to public deception. Now, what we need to do is... Excuse me, we need to take a step back and we need to say, okay, before we jump into any of this, we need to understand that even before Trump came into the picture, Hillary Clinton was pushing the narrative, whether you like her or not, this is on tape, so we can't be biased about this, Hillary Clinton was on tape pushing the whole narrative of Russia, Russia, Russia because of this, the um, situation slash issue in Syria. Now, allegedly, it's been purported that the issue in Syria between the U.S. and Russia is going to lead to a direct conflict between U.S. and Russia. Now, here's the thing. We understand that narrative has been, been pushed for about, I'd say, anywhere from five to seven years now, right? Slowly but surely, they've been ramping it up. Hillary started it when it first started with her tweets and testimonies and, and subpoena to Congress and all that. And then it moved a little bit more with when Trump came in. Look, he's a Russian agent, this and that. Look, guys, I'm not trying to convince you guys he is. I'm not trying to convince you guys that he isn't. But at the same time, we cannot deny the fact, whatever side you're on, whether you're independent, Republican, Democrat, we cannot deny the fact that this narrative has been pushed for a while now. Now, here's the problem with this. I know it was different people in the government at the time when they lied to us about Iraq having weapons of mass destruction, that whole thing, and just pushing a blatant lie with manipulated, excuse me, with manipulated, I, I, I wouldn't even want to call them facts, but let's just say that for the sake of moving forward. But anyways... The Pentagon, aside from all this, they are fantastic at manipulation and deception. Now, we don't know for sure that the United States has been breached in the way they're saying. And you might say, Dave, you're crazy. Everyone's reporting it. But guys, look, do I want to believe the U.S. was hacked? Obviously not. Could it have been hacked? Absolutely. I mean, in the world of cyber, things are advancing minute by minute, hour by hour. So obviously, it's very possible. But with that being said, here's the thing, guys. And I think you guys can relate just as much as I, I do. 
they can't, what are they going to do to prove it to us? If people say, oh, well, where's the proof? The media is pretty much saying, well, just trust us, right? Now, I'm not on the side of Russia. I'm not trying to say that. I'm just saying we have to look at all the options. And so when we look at it, what are they going to do? Show us a bunch of lines of code that people like yourself and myself don't understand and then say, look, it was hacked because that's the problem with the cyber thing. And this kind of works in major governments or major institutions or organizations narratives. It actually works better than ever before. People think, well, now with the Internet, things are coming out and becoming more public. Yes, but at the same time, things can be manipulated just as easily because not a lot of people out there understand what multiple lines of code mean. They can't read code. And so how are we going to know? We just got to trust the mainstream media. So I'm trying to look at it at both at both angles here, right? And this whole Pentagon thing with rescheduling meetings and while the staff is overwhelmed and Biden's saying no and Trump, sorry, Biden's saying yes and Trump, we want more meetings and Trump is saying no. Look, guys, before I get off this topic and move on to the next one, who knows what's going on behind the scenes? I think we're only getting a glimpse of what's really happening as always. And so I think that at the end of the day... <laughs> I don't even want to say trust the process because it's like the, the process cannot be trusted and we know that. So it comes down to pure opinion and speculation. It's as simple as that. We can go off into many different possible tangential areas and strategies that are, you know, Trump is trying to pull or Biden's trying to pull. Or maybe this could be one big orchestration to deceive the Russians or to deceive their enemies overseas to make them think inside internally in the united states there's still some diversion and tribalism going on and still some extreme division and art and infighting let's call it maybe there really isn't that's the thing we don't know we just have to trust them but how many times can they lie under the guise of well it's for the 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 security of the nation how many times can they really do that right the next thing i want to talk about is that the macedonian health minister a few days ago pretended to vaccinate his niece but there was nothing in the syringe he later admitted to it and then apologized again i'm not trying to say all the vaccinations that we see on tv and all that are fake i'm just trying to say the irony right the same people who are the top leaders in their respective countries who are saying it's great to take it are mo a good chunk of them are seen later or being discovered to be found later not giving their family or themselves the actual uh, vaccine. There was nothing in the syringe, okay? In some cases, the syringe was even pushed down by the doctor when the camera was focused right on that. So it just kind of makes you think, right? The next thing is that Congress finally passed the $900 billion stimulus package, but many people are saying that, and I'm seeing this online on Facebook, Twitter, all that parlor, all those sites, that's a $600 one-time payment isn't enough. Now you might, you might say, okay, it's more than just that. Dave, you don't know the full aspect of the bill. You're hundred percent right. I don't know what's in the bill. I honestly don't. I'm going off of everything that I'm reading, people's opinions, people's perspectives, some inside sources, and also what's going on publicly. Look, money is money. I'm sure it, it does. The whole thing here is let's not make perfection the enemy of the good. But at the end of the day, They've been working on this stimulus bill for how many months now? They only Mitch McConnell only wanted to pass it because he realized in Georgia that it, it, it was screwing over the Republican Party. And look, I, I, maybe I just shit on Mitch McConnell right there, but at the same time, I'll shit on Nancy Pelosi as well. She's not some master negotiator like everyone thinks. Okay, And so at the end of the day, those people who are just trying to keep their power and influence, they got to go. It's as simple as that. And that's only scratching the surface. If we're talking about revamping the entire system... It, almost near impossible you're going to need from the top 
top-down whole thing revamped. And I'm even talking about the secret shadow government people as well, like the military-industrial complex, certain factions of the intelligence community that are privy to the most secretive things going on out there, whether it's space, that what we talk about in the, the regular episodes, or whether it's many different things, right? And so it's not going to happen. So let's just move on because it's not going to happen, unfortunately. The next thing I want to talk about is that many countries, I don't believe as of the time I'm recording this, I don't think the U.S. has done it yet, but many countries are banning flights to and from the U.K. because of a new strain of COVID. I give credit to the, to the government of uh, the U.K. and to the Parliament of England for admitting it, saying we have a problem and not trying to look tough and all that and locking their whole country down. Look, at the end of the day, we got to question all of it. We have to look at both sides. Is this a new strain? Is this some form of psychological warfare? We don't know. And look, guys, I, you might say, Dave, you're trying to make everything a conspiracy. I'm not. But by nature, it becomes that when we do not trust our institutions. That's what happens, right? The next thing I want to talk about is that a congressman, a Democratic congressman, Congressman Swalwell, has been compromised. This is pretty much confirmed now. He was sleeping with one of his aides who just so happened to be a Chinese spy. So the question then becomes, how infiltrated were they? And why is it that, there are, or sorry, how many Chinese spies are actually in Congress? Here's the reason why I understand why certain agencies like the NSA, the CIA, even NASA, DARPA, those guys, why they, why they lie to Congress. And I'm not going to lie to you. As much as I despise what those agencies and the way they cover things up, I fully agree with them on this. Because Congress, not all of them, I think there's some good ones in there, but that's for another discussion. They talk. Congress is supposed to be, by law, they're supposed to be briefed. I mean, if you watch the Snowden movie, for example, they talk strictly about how they don't tell Congress anything because all they do is just leak stuff and, and make it... a you guys know what I mean. They just make it public and they go nuts. And it's just not, you can't trust them. You can't, you can't. especially when Congress men and women come and go const every, you know, every time their term is up, if they don't win reelection and things like that, it, I don't blame them for not telling Congress everything. I really don't, even though they're supposed to by law, look, just leave it the way it is. Because when you have things like this, at the end of the day, what happens if this gentleman, this Congressman Swalwell was privy to some very classified stuff? that the military industrial complex had debriefed them on or the CIA briefed him on guaranteed. He would have told this spy that he was sleeping with this, this woman guaranteed. The next thing I want to talk about is that it turns out, and I just want to make a couple points here that the federal debt relative to the overall GDP in the United States is 128%. That is insane. Now you might say, okay, what does that mean? Essentially guys, 35% of all the money circulating in American dollars right now, whether it's in the U.S. or around the world, has been printed in the last year and a half. We can argue whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. Maybe some of you guys are experts in economics or know more than I do. I personally don't. By no means do I claim to be an expert. But when you pump that kind of money into economy, it's the, into an economy in the short term, it works great because it props everything up. But from my understanding, and I could be very wrong, so please correct me, guys, if, if, if I'm wrong. It, in general, unless the economy booms like crazy, it's, it's hard to even things out down the road when you pump that much money into the economy, okay? Now, again, I could be very wrong, but that's just the way that I've seen things and all that. And if I'm wrong, please do correct me immediately in the comments. The next thing is that 
there's something called the PrEP Act. And I want you guys to be aware of this. Now, the PrEP, the PrEP Act gives companies like Pfizer and Moderna complete legal immunity for any issues that the vaccine might cause. Now, this is a bit of a moral and ethical issue because on the moral and ethical side, you might say, okay, their own CEO is pushing it. They're all saying it's safe. All the doctors are. So why are they covering their asses like this? Then there's the business aspect of it, which is that this is what all businesses do, whether you're in the business of saving people's lives or whether you're in the business of just selling, I don't know, pillows or socks to people. This is what they always do. They legally cover their ass. So I can see both sides. But at the end of the day, I understand why people question it. I really do. I genuinely do. If the, if I guess they're not 100% certain about each individual case, so they have to cover their asses and they know that and they have the best lawyers probably in the business or maybe in the industry in the world, really. And so, especially on something like this, are they making a boatload of money? Absolutely. Absolutely. These companies are. And look, no one seems to care at this point just because everyone needs it. Well, the people who want it want the vaccine so badly. I, I apologize for saying everyone needs. Not everyone doesn't need the vaccine, but I don't. I don't want to jump into that because I don't want to get removed by YouTube and stuff like that, right? So now the next thing I want to mention as well is that I just want to give you guys a quick example of how in the circle everything is kept. And I think I've mentioned this in an episode before. So you guys remember how I said that Nancy Pelosi is the, I believe, aunt of the governor of California, Gavin Newsom. Well, it turns out that Ronna McDaniel, she is the uh, chair of the Republican national committee she's related to Mitt Romney she's Mitt Romney's sister-in-law or ex-sister-in-law my point here is that I'm not trying to shit on Republicans I'm not trying to shit on Democrats all I'm saying is regardless of what side you notice how they all keep it in the circle I'm not so sure about independent parties that run but I know for like if you take a look for example one of Biden's top aides has direct connections to Betsy DeVos's educational department and has funded and paid for Betsy DeVos's campaign. So it's like, wait a minute. Biden's supposed to be bringing in all these fresh and new people. But then all of a sudden, he's bringing in someone who has direct relations and connections with Betsy DeVos, the, the minister of education. The one person that everyone shit on from both sides, pretty much. Okay. And so it makes you think, like, look, you can't get away from, I guess we call it the swamp. If we, we want to call it that, you can't get away from it. They're all related. They're all somehow connected. They all know someone who knows them, who did a favor for this person who got them a job or got them a, a campaign fundraising enough to run for Congress. It's all in the same bag of tricks, guys. It's, it's the same mix of stuff. So that's it for today's news. I'm sure there's going to be more news breaking this afternoon or what have you, but that's pretty much the big stuff coming out in the last couple of days, especially since we don't do the political commentary on the weekend. So let me know what you guys think and we will catch you next time. Thank you very much.